Hi everyone, what a pleasure it is to have you join us with this new Be Resplendent episode. This is Pastor Chris Young. And this is Pastor Natalie. God bless you all. We are doing these so much with joy mm -hmm. because we want you guys to be encouraged. We want you to walk according to the scriptures, leaning on the Holy Spirit, day by day, moment by moment. And we're praying that this will encourage you. So today, the entitled is, 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 is Fix Our Eyes. Mm -hmm. Fix Our Eyes. Yes, Lord. So we're going to turn to Proverbs 4, verses 25 to 27. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to turn to 2 Corinthians 4, verse 18, and then some other scriptures. But I just want to give you those two to, as we're going to begin. Let's turn to Proverbs 4, verse 25. And it says, Let your eyes look directly ahead toward the path of moral courage and let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you toward the path of integrity. Verse 26, consider well and watch carefully the path of your feet and all your ways would be steadfast and sure. Wow. Verse 27, do not turn away to the right nor to the left, where evil may lurk. Turn your foot from the path of evil. Mm -hmm. What an encouragement. And as I said, day by day living, day by day living in the name of Jesus. Let's pray. Father, I pray right now that you would bless, oh God, every single person that's watching and listening, oh God. Whether they're watching through YouTube, Lord, or listen to via our podcast, Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that they'll be strengthened. Bless the reading of your word. Bless this time, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. See, right there and then by me praying, God, I'll fix and our eyes on the Lord. Our eyes got fixed on the Lord. That's right. <laughs> See, yeah. that's so many different aspects that we can throw in here, how to fix your eyes. The gaze of our eyes really says a lot because what we're looking at is really determining where we're going. So like, you know, the Bible telling us to look directly ahead. Why would God tell us very clearly in his word to look directly ahead? Because, you know, um, there may be things that come in our lives that distract us Correct. along the way. You know Correct. what I'm saying? So when you're looking, but see, we're also talking about spiritually, like how you just said, when you when you um, walk with God, remembering God, worshiping God, exalting God throughout the day, along your path, along your day, along, Correct. you know, what you're doing in your day. Remember God. Correct. You know, you know keep your eyes fixed on him. Keep your heart gaze fixed on God. And I love the part where it says here, consider well and watch carefully the path of your feet because right. that what that is basically saying is if you're not paying attention to where you're going along your day Absolutely. and the things you're doing, then you know what? You, you, you may become careless and not mindful of his presence with you always. Absolutely. You know, so walking with God is a daily decision, but also being mindful and keeping your eyes on him is utterly of importance for the believer. So, um, you know, then when he's saying, don't turn to the right or the left, you know what? I know we could take that, you know, like in a way where it's like, you know, literal, but God is telling us this in terms of also spiritually, because if you're not careful, what maybe someone else said to you may work for them 
but it may not work for you. So if you're looking to them to the right or to the left, you know, you may forget what he promised you and miss the path or miss the step along the way. And when you're when you're in step with the spirit of the living God, there's something that takes place that can't be explained naturally. See, and that's the part about keeping your eyes on the Lord that is, right. is utterly important. And that's why we really felt led to talk about fixing our eyes and keeping them fixed. You know? That's right. You know what? That is so awesome because there's nothing else to be said. I mean, there's so much that can be said, <laughs> but for the lack for the, you know, lack of time, we're going to continue. Second Corinthians 4 verse 8 says this. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Mm-hmm. We fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone. Mm-hmm. But the things we cannot see will last forever. In, yes. this, in discussing this, yeah. um, I share with Pastor Natalie, I said, let me just read another version. It says this, things that are seen don't last forever. Yeah. But things that are not seen are eternal. This is why we keep our minds on the things that cannot be seen. Think about that. Yeah, like his promises. That's Maybe right. he made a promise to you in, in, in the word. Stand on that. Maybe you don't see it yet. Stand on that. That's something you don't see. But the, he's saying keep focus on that. See, the thing is, unfortunately, we have trouble. We have things that happen in our lives mm-hmm. that really affect us, impact us. And, you know, the thing is um, also with that is what we're looking at the most is the thing that is impacting us and also changing us. Correct. So if what you're in, what what that trouble is or what that decision is or what you know what whatever that is that's causing you to look at it so much if you're not careful right. can be changing you but not changing you for good so you got to pay attention to this verse when he's saying you know um don't look at the troubles that you see now because you know there's a lot of things that happen now that you know like it's almost like here today gone tomorrow so it's it's like if you're only thinking about what's happening right now tomorrow comes and guess what you have a new day you have something that now it's not the same anymore but because you focus so much on that trouble and everything has changed you're still in the trouble even though you're not in the trouble anymore does that make sense that is correct. <laughs> so that's why we've got to keep our eyes Focus. Keep it focused on on the Lord. Keep Absolutely. it focused on the Word. Keep it focused on the promises that and He makes us. We're keeping our eyes and our focus and our gaze on the Lord as life continues day by day. Mm-hmm. You will be presented with a variety of things. Mm-hmm. I have found, let's just say, if I was into... I'm not into this, um, but I would like to be, you know, let's see if I was into just gliding, you know, jumping from a mountainside with a glider and just over the ocean and watching. And it's beautiful. I've seen people on TV do that. And let's just say that's all I was thinking about. Don't you think that I would eat probably watching the YouTube with that? 
I would, I would drink. I, would, I mean, whatever you I would do, my focus, I would listen to podcasts about it yeah. while I'm driving. Yeah. I would, everything will consume me. Can I get a magazine about <laughs> it? What can I do? Sure. Can I find a, you know, I'll even go to, you know, to a library and get an old encyclopedia and start looking through. <laughs> what else can I find about it? And whatever has your attention, as you go about your day-to-day activity, if it was wind surfing, wind gliding, whatever it might be, it has and it captivates your your fixture of your eyes so much on it, and you have to think about it. Is it taking me a, 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 away from the path of getting closer to God? Yeah. Now there's nothing wrong at all with any of those things that I meant, but is it replacing your time with God? Because I found that when I've been captivated by something new and something fresh, and ooh, I really like to know about this. But I have to be careful to say, okay, okay, I may spend 15 minutes on that, but I got to spend an hour with the Word. Hmm. That's good. Now, let's look at 2 Corinthians 5, 7. I love this verse. It's something that Pastor Natalie and myself have had a hold on. We try not to let go of this. And it simply says, for we walk by faith, not by sight. Yeah. And that's simply been, put. That's been our whole walk with the Lord. Walking by faith and not by sight. And there's been many challenging moments Mm -hmm. where it's like, my gosh, I don't see any other way outside of this. But God is like, stay in faith. Believe. Stay with me. Keep your eyes on me. Do you remember the discussion (laughs) I had with you about two weeks ago? I said, you know, life happens. And there are hardships that come. There are some great times that come. There's fun times that come. And we welcome the the, 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 the the good times with open arms and oh yeah I got a testimony for you oh God bless me with this and we're so excited we go but the situation may not be um, maybe a little sour you want to <laughs> say it, it, it's not exactly um, pleasing and it builds up our tenacity it builds up our faith mm-hmm. we're not character, like yeah. our character when those times also come we have to fix our eyes so much still on Jesus the author and the perfecter of our faith. That's why 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, we walk by faith, not by sight. And in that discussion, what I said is that in the toughest of times, we just have to continue to fix our eyes and trust in Jesus. Mm -hmm. We have to say, Holy Spirit, I'm going to depend on you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to depend on you how I'm to both go through this day, although something could be hard and could be really hurtful that you are facing. You could be facing a dilemma. You could be facing something that you've been praying for for 20 years and you still haven't seen the answer. But I'm telling you, by faith, you have to fix your eyes. Let me, we're going to continue reading yeah. some scriptures and get to that. That would help us all as a day-to-day basis yeah. in the Word of God. Yeah. Hebrews 11 once says, Now faith is the assurance of what we hope for and the, and the, the certainty of what we do not see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that's, that's why keeping your minds on the things that cannot be seen yes. is what we're talking about. Yes. In the supernatural, it's a supernatural, it's, a, it's, it's not of this world. That's what faith is about. Faith is not talking about something you could see or feel naturally in this world. But there's a certainty, like you just read, of, of that it's going to happen. There's that's just, right. There's a certainty, and that's a trust. And that's where you know in your heart, God, you keep me steadfast. Mm-hmm. You keep me steadfast. Even though I'm going through this, who's my keeper? God. 
That is so true. Now, I'm happy that you said that because think about this, ladies and gentlemen. If you know you that are watching by YouTube or you're listening by via podcast, if as we continue with life, as Pastor Natalie just said, God, you are my keeper. You know, I've heard a quote, and it says something along the lines of this. It says, you know, we, we can't promise that we're here to solve all your problems, but we can assure you that you will not face them alone. See, when you fix your eyes on Jesus, you fix your eyes and you just you say, Lord, I invite you into my situation. God says, I will be with you. He won't leave you nor forsake you. I'm telling you, you, you will not go through this situation alone. And that's one of the scariest things is that, hey, did that person have somebody with them when they were going through a tough time? It really matters. If you physically don't have someone there, and there's many people who have hurt themselves by just grabbing whoever, any, you know, as the terminology is, any Tom, Dick, or Harry, or Sally Sue, or anyone, just whoever's there. Oh, you know what? Oh, there they, let me just grab them because I just need somebody with me. And we have to be so careful. And we have to be careful. Why? Was it God that sent that person or was it not? Mm-hmm. We have to be so mm-hmm. careful like about that. Because some people have literally shipwrecked their faith Correct. because they have looked to someone who, wow, I've been praying for this, and this is all. That's why, that's why we started out with Proverbs 4, 25 to 27. Where it clearly says, mm-hmm. and I, I love it, it says, toward the path. You, said you, you fix our eyes directly ahead toward the path of moral courage. Yeah. The other point is it's toward the path of integrity. Mm-hmm. Are the things that, 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 that are distracting you, do they, do they, do they let you, um, there's another quote I remember saying something along the lines that if as you're focusing on a situation, will you lower your conviction mm-hmm. because you want to face the reality of what, what, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, if I, if I, if I lower my, my conviction, uh, uh, my, you know, I, my moral, I'll be more accepted. Mm-hmm. And God is saying, fix your eyes on him. He will help you. Now, turn to Romans 8, verses 24 to 25, and it says this. We were given this hope when we were saved. If we already have something, we don't need to hope for it, which is true. Verse 25. But if we look forward to something we don't yet have, we must wait patiently and confidently. Mm -hmm. That's an encouragement that as we're praying, if the answer doesn't come right away, the Bible clearly says in here in Romans 8, 24 to 25, that if you don't have that thing yet, we must wait patiently and confidently. Confidently means like, yeah, I'm just going to wait. Yeah, because you know, what else do I have but time? Yes, we have time. But are you, while you are waiting, are you waiting confidently saying, God, my eyes are on you. I may not see that situation yet, but Lord, I, in the name of Jesus Christ, it's going to happen. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust you, God. I'm going to trust you yes. day by day. And, and appreciate where you are and why you're there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I've also, you know, when I think about it, you know, when people, about the fixing our eyes on Jesus, you know, when you call upon the name of the Lord and sometimes you just get so emotional that to the point you just say god you are you've been so good to me you're unmerited favor you have blessed me the way i don't deserve and you just start crying i've heard a quote you know in the past someone said something along the lines that sometimes we just need to wash our eyes with some tears so we can see clear again i thought about that that is fixing my eyes on jesus that sometimes does cause you to well up and cry in his presence and it gives you 
more clarity because you weren't crying out to, hey, bank, give me more money. Hey, this person, do this. Hey, you are crying out to God. Mm-hmm. And when you cry out to Him, it's almost like you begin to see clearly again because you're focusing on Him. Mm-hmm. And then it's not only these eyes anymore. It's your, the exactly. eyes of your, your eyes of your. That's right. You that's know, right. The heart. That's right. Yeah. Hebrews eleven thirteen to 16 says this, All of these died in faith without having received the promises. Now, it's talking about Moses, about Noah, yeah. and everything in, 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 in Hebrews chapter 11. Will you guys go ahead and read that? It says, All these have died in faith without having received the promises. But from a distance, they saw and greeted them. They confessed that they were strangers and foreigners on the earth. For people who speak in this way make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. If they had been thinking of the land that they had left behind, they would have had an opportunity to return. Mm -hmm. But as it is, they desire a better country, that is, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God. Indeed, He has prepared a city for them. See, if you have a situation where you look back where you came from, you really don't have to have faith because you can easily just go back. But when you keep keep on going forward by faith, as all these wonderful people, Noah, Abraham, Moses, and everything, they kept on going forward, believing God for the mm-hmm. promise and, and that, he, that, that he promised them. They knew they would be in heaven. They knew that whether they saw it here on earth, because the Bible says, as it is in heaven, let it be here on earth. They knew that the promise was that they was eternal life they knew that they would be with him so they knew whether i see it here now that's right i still will be with him but see this is what god wants god wants us to live so much in faith with our eyes so gazed in upon him Mm -hmm. that whether we see what we're praying for here on earth or not while we're here we're leaving such an impact for those that come behind us. That is correct. Because we're the living examples. We're the living epistles, so to speak. We're the ones that are people are reading and seeing how much do you really believe God. It's we, not just what we're saying. Exactly. It's what we're living. And we're living it because we do what Hebrews 12 verses 1 to 3 says. Jesus, the, the example. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses who by faith have testified to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness, stripping away every unnecessary weight and the sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us. Let us run with endurance and active persistence the race that is set before us, looking away from all that will distract us and focusing our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of faith, the first incentive of our belief and the one who brings our faith to maturity, who for the joy of accomplishing the goal, accomplishing the goal, pushing forth, set forth before him, endured the cross, disregarding the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, revealing his deity, his authority, and the completion of his work. Just consider and meditate on him, Fix our eyes, meditate on him who endured from sinners such bitter hostility against him himself. Consider it all in comparison with your trials so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. I'm going to pray that in the name of Jesus Christ that you all will fix your eyes more and more in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. Amen. Fix your eyes on Jesus in the name of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you for joining us for this Be Resplendent episode. So we want you guys to download our app. 
in the name of Jesus Christ. You know, like this YouTube, the podcast, follow Pastor Natalie on her um, her blogs in the name of yes, Jesus. Let's take a moment.com. Thank you for those of you that have been reading and follow me at Examine Moments. And would you say a quick 15-second prayer for our <laughs> you, viewers and our yeah. listeners? Lord, I thank you that they will not lose heart, and I thank you that you encourage them to fix their eyes on you, Lord. No matter what's been happening in their life, let them turn their heart and their life and their mind, everything, back onto Jesus once again, Lord. And let them allow you to do what you want to do in their lives. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Pastor Chris Young. And this is Pastor Natalie. And we encourage you not to fix, not to fix your eyes on anything else, but to fix your eyes on Jesus Christ and stand, stand out, out and shine. shine. I think I got you all. God bless you. God bless you.